Welcome to the show. Into Our Future. Into Our Future is a podcast on the impacts of innovation on our lives. In short, demanding a better answer. Each week, we deliver concise, compelling, deductive, and unique analysis of current advancements in areas such as artificial intelligence, robotics, transhumanism, and, of course, data collections. Across social standards, which now considers the question of innovational power as ludite behavior, we cannot blindly accept the answers given to us when it comes to innovation impacts on our cultures, our privacy, our security, our families, and our daily lives. With augmented reality becoming common, virtual reality growing in its sophistication, and the ability to superimpose innovations on top of common reality continues at a rapid acceleration. In general, it seems that our innovative advancements in sciences, healthcare, transportation, entertainment, and finance have afforded us the ability to adjust our circumstances to create a world we would like to see rather than as it is. We alter our perceptions intentionally, and sometimes in the process, permanently alter realities. We seek to control multifaceted categories of our daily lives and replace them with a utopia which we embrace with limited due diligence. What is very positive as well as negative is that since the providers of altered realities know that individuals have a predisposition for consumer innovation, the worlds created become our realities. We accept that how we live is how others must also live. Therefore, everyone is layering improvements on their existence. And when we do, the utopian world can turn chaotic when perceptions move out of phase with the common reality. Examples include our shock when we realize that the news swaying our decision-making was actually fake news. We experience anxiety when our digital world is intruded by somebody pretending to be somebody else. We rage against innovations in society when our identities are used for illicit purposes. We experience negative ramifications after our perfect world has been exposed and is compromised, inaccurate, a deep fake, or no longer worthy of our trust. What happens when science and technology advance far enough to create fully autonomous AI robots, that is, human robots? Will they be religious? Will they possess a soul? Will our utopian innovations have a place for humans in their world? What happens when we join or bond with our inventions, such as biohacking? Will we create a new biological species where our inventions now dominate our lives? The next three decades will usher in a golden age for autonomous artificial intelligence. As the population peaks, the first wave of our intelligence multipliers will reach their zenith. As the world reaches 10 billion individuals and synthetic intelligence reaches a level of human consciousness, fork will present itself. How will these new synthetic lives be governed? Will these emerging, deep intelligence beings be part of existing societies, or will they spin off, forming their own rules and cultures? Do traditional humans fully believe that if they create a hyper-accelerated intelligence, that they will listen to reason from lesser intelligent animals? How will these inventors, scientists, and consumers defend their blind faith in creations that are no longer human-influenced or controllable? Can a dystopian human reality be avoided by critically judging existing and new innovations through stringent examinations? Perhaps a technique of using murder boards might be beneficial before the commercial introduction of future innovations. These preparatory sessions have been around for decades and are now making a resurgence with corporate boards preparing their CEOs for public testimony. As public discourse grows more poisonous, so do the extremes by which public and private political motivated individuals exercise their right to question, their right to be divisive, and to advocate action. The use of informal apps, holograms, social media recalls, internet posts, audio and video snippets, forecasting scenarios, AI projections, and even big data mining gives cross-examiners a trove of murderous weapons to discredit the expert. These negative, conflict-driven boards of examination provide a training ground for political personnel, public and private, to deal with likely questioning, train for controllable responses, and guide their emotions through the gauntlet of rancor now common in all forms of media, government, organizations, virtual world, and yes, our own household. Additionally, rising innovation intelligence 
violence may be viewed by some as a threat to control and power, a ripple through their utopia. As a result, the tagging, watching, and tracking of individuals has become broader as innovations of facial identification, tracking data, big data mining, and computer power allow for integration of superfluous information once thought too insignificant to be bothered with. Furthermore, we have reached a state of innovation where we can no longer just trust our eyes, our ears, our readings, our senses. Innovation has created deep singularity ramifications where artificial beings can be deployed to spy on individuals, real-world individuals, and report on their likely outcomes from profiles and past histories. Public political parties are recognizing the importance of keeping tabs on innovations as they can impact social structures, news cycles, and, of course, their own electability. A December 2018 U.S. Senate report offers a glimmer of the increasingly negative perceptions often being formed around a common customer service thrust where innovative augmented intelligence has gained media attention, that is, social media. Quote is, social media has gone from being a natural infrastructure for sharing collective grievances and for coordinating civic engagement to be a computational tool for social control, manipulated by canny political consultants and available to politicians and democratics and dictatorships alike. That is a direct quote. As intelligence multipliers and the soon-to-be ubiquitous deployment of Internet of Things devices, or IoT, rapidly advancing along next-generation curves spurred by Moore's Law, the altered realities will spread out from their launch pads and create unanticipated oceans of data, insights, and behaviors. Individuals embracing innovations without comprehending the ramifications will bond with those who are sharing a common belief, resulting in addictions, fantasies that supplement ties with mainstream social values, families, and, of course, customs. In a scene from a conspiracy movie, what would you think if our intelligent devices began to suggest when we should go to bed, what we should be eating based upon their observed habit. And if they had this information, what else might they be tracking and reporting upon across the theme of making us more efficient, expanding our knowledge, and creating an improved quality of life? Moreover, evidence has been compiled that those firms developing intelligence multipliers have thousands of employees and contractors reviewing what has been tracked and recorded by their devices in your own home, your car, and elsewhere. So where do these data streams end up? Who will review them for legality? If our intelligent devices become autonomous, then what will these independent beings do? Ultimately, what happens when an ill synthetic intelligence, that is, that is, a synthetic intelligence gone awry, makes an error due to a virus or malware planted? Should they be held accountable for their actions under the laws? At a time of unprecedented global nationalistic beliefs, political parties are tapping into the frustrations and inequalities buried over generations and using innovations to spread their messages to all forms of demographics. The impacts tied to fundraising, campaigns, rallies, media, and popular themes. Now factoring big data from applications, internet touches, comments, and even population genetics, political establishments can precisely deliver a wide range of actions, all from innovations adopted to their purpose. A common platform for most nationalistic and populistic leaders begins with a discussion of trade, shutting out foreign innovations, and putting populations firmly behind a closed border of programs. Winston Churchill once noted decades ago, the doctrines that by keeping out foreign goods more wealth and consequently more employment will be created at home are either true or they're not. We contend that they are not true. We contend that for a nation trying to tax itself into prosperity is like a man standing in a bucket and trying to lift himself up by this handle. As popular leaders deliver divisive platforms, those individuals who can master the innovations can control the narrative, and as a future result, the innovation itself. With the advancement of cognitive synthetic intelligence, outcomes can be anticipated and often predicted. However, as innovation adaptability grows as a discipline, the uses for altering artificial intelligence also grow for purposes that were direct ramifications of their initial creation. Controversial innovation crossovers include genetic, biohacking, military intelligence. It is this latter category that continues to vex cutting-edge innovators as the political and government drives for autonomous military inventions begin to expand. 
artificial intelligence has become a new global arms race with nationalistic tones stroking advancements and applications, the ramifications of which are profound. It may come as a shock to everyone around the world, but governments are flawed, and politicians have character defects. Yes, they are not perfect. It is an axiom that squares a big Homer Simpson duh. Moreover, the ramifications of innovations with these imperfect federal, state, and local layers of conflicting polarized fiefdoms can lead to directives and laws impacting consumers. From restrictions on privacy, to data flows, to disclosures, to partners, to public records, complexity of innovation has increasingly become public debate, and nowhere is it more evident than the politics of military innovation. The politics of military intelligence sounds like a bad headline or B-movie, yet with the rise of autonomous and AI-enabled battlefield weaponry, the political implications are monumentous. From the rise of intelligent exoskeletons linked to the user, to drones deployed in swarms to combat field enemies, to autonomous tanks merged with the humans inside, to aircraft reacting to the thoughts of its pilot, the future of military solutions are rooted in the intelligent. The rise of military intelligence multipliers is linked to decades of incremental advancement in commercial segments, and now applied as building blocks to orchestrated military innovations. The use of hardened intelligence building blocks coupled with advances in robotics and computing power has produced a new superpower race fueled by the very political parties pushing forth nationalistic and populistic agendas. The latest change can be witnessed given the limited data available in China, now a superpower for military intelligence multipliers and state-sponsored cyber actors. The U.S. is, from what is known, second in the advances made by their on-again, off-again trading adversary and partner, as each of these countries seeks to gain an upper hand. However, where China is succeeding is that their citizens are accepting of the stringent population oversight, and the use of autonomous intelligence in military settings is a source of often national pride. Western governments and business leadership teams are now routinely confronting activism from their employees and from their citizens regarding repurposing or outright development of autonomous military intelligence and weaponry. And this point is a fatal business and governing flaw when it comes to political implications on a global stage. Thinking nationalistic ignores global interconnected currencies, policies, energy, trade, economics, agriculture, intellectual capital, and yes, the workforces. Unless we have a time machine, the ability of one government to ignore the policies of another cannot be done given the decades of interdependencies. Moreover, as state cyber actors turn their electronic spycraft to next-gen possibilities, synthetic intelligence will continue to not only augment highly skilled humans, but surpass them with autonomous actions. These new military cyber actors will not only be capable of advanced multi-layered cyber intrusions, but also to follow the contextual borders from government and politicians eager to inflict first strike or retaliatory actions. As rising big data tied to healthcare and genetics are freely offered and mined by those third-party enterprises, the output from these private and public-sponsored profiles could be made to serve as a nefarious series of compounded innovations, all in the name of nationalism and populism. The linkages of genetic relationships by advancing synthetic intelligence may prove problematic to control, especially once they are spawned. It may be too tempting to curtail such political innovations given the global population distaste for weapons of mass destruction. Intelligent military options sound kinder, gentler, and results in the loss of fewer human lives. But these aspirations are unproven, or maybe a bit naive. Are those unintended consequences of genetically altering human embryos that are also inadvertently creating increased human intelligence a scientific accident? And, as politics of innovation accelerates, Will the rise of bully pulpit leaders and black swan ramifications of the unchecked and unquestioned result in the singularity embrace of incremental and disruptive inventions? Is the rise in labeling events critical to politi political parties as fake news a result of innovations or as a mean to divert attention with the thousands of alternative narratives? When it comes to the intelligent multipliers for military purposes, 
are those thousands of articles a day describing advancements, real or fake news. That is, a new form of national obfuscation. We are also now seeing a substantial rise in political leaders openly using innovation and communication advancements to show progress and confuse would-be defender countries. Are these political leaders using a new form of military intelligence, which is designed to scare their enemies or promote nationalistic feelings of pride, as military leaders often do? The use of intelligent multipliers in military applications will be one of the most divisive for populations around the globe. The politics of innovation in a lucrative and border-changing set of disciplines will be the most transformative since da Vinci created his drawings back in the 15th century. Perhaps this is, borrowing a phrase from over 500 years ago, a second renaissance of war based on artificial intelligence and advanced robotics. I'd like to thank you for listening today, as I know you have thousands of podcasting choices. If you are interested in this topic, you can find a much deeper discussion in my latest book, The Ramifications of Innovation Singularity, available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, and select independent bookstores. You can also find all four of my books on my author website at www.mpdangelo.com, along with links to video, my radio appearances, and my 16-year running innovation column. Look for the next podcast installment each week, and I always welcome subscribers who believe that innovation and their ramifications cannot be left to someone else. We have the power, and we need to exercise it. Even within our polarized cultures, we can lose our freedoms when we fail to challenge the norm and begin to ask questions. Never give up your right to have innovation earn your trust. Don't assume that they deserve it just because their marketing materials say you should. Take care. Have a great week.